Hello and welcome and happy Friday. It's This Is Going Well, I Think, with David Cooper, and I'm your host, David Cooper. It's This Is Going Well, I Think, the show where no one's listening, no one cares, the show where every episode's the last episode, a quick administrative announcement to make. Tomorrow, Saturday, I think there's going to be a show. I think Black Santa, or Blanta, as portrayed by Tony Five, will be joining the show for a very special pre-Christmas special. All right, on to this show. We're doing a segment, the first one, the inaugural one, What's Weird About You? Me and Tony Five are going to bring forth somebody who has something weird about them, a talent, an interest, a job they used to do, something. Tony knows what that weird thing is, and I'm going to try to guess it. Our guest today, a broadcaster, a podcaster. His name is Andre Prue, and let's start What's Weird About You? Let's, let's jump right in. Tony, this is our first inaugural What's Weird About You. We have been promised by Danny, our producer, that this is going to go badly. She says she can't find people with things that are that weird about them. I think she's just doing a bad job. She got defensive today. She was like, oh, you guys want someone weird like you? Like, I bite my own toenails. She's like, I'm not going to find people like that. I'm like, yes, you will. You're just getting angry to cover the fact that you've done a bad job. I'll be honest with you, Danny's pretty shit at the moment, isn't she? <laughs> Fucking pointless. What the fuck is she doing? I mean, I know you don't pay her, but that's still no excuse for her not to do anything. Dude, I, I do pay her. <laughs> that's the sad part. <laughs> well, then you should stop. Well, then you should stop. Whatever whatever little amount she's getting, she deserves less. No, she's great. Play the fucking feed you, David. No, 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 this is... We shouldn't even be talking. This is a separate segment. There is no theme tune. This is what's weird about you. We've got Andre Pruel, who is... Da, da 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 I did that music. Is he coming in? No, he's coming. I, I'm gonna. He's. Oh, this is a shit show. He's got a podcast. He likes wine. Poor old Andrew. Whatever. We'll talk about him when he comes in. Andre. 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 All right. Where are you? All right. Here he is. Here he is. I can see him. Andre Previn. Andre Pruel. Whatever. You can drop the L. It's just Prue. Oh, I, I was told Prue by our producer, Danny, who's doing a very bad job. Oh, she's a shit show, isn't she? Jesus <laughs> God. Oh, you have some wonderful hair, my friend. Thank you. I, I, I mean, it's a little bit less. You should have seen it at peak pandemic. Really? Was it good? It's the same with my pubes. So, Andrew, <laughs> what's going on, my friend? I am... Andre! Wait, it's... <laughs> Fuck off, Dave. He wants a pseudonym, David. Whatever. <laughs> okay, Andrew. <laughs> do you know why you're here? And also, do you regret in the 15 seconds you've been here coming at all? <laughs> Absolutely not. It's nice to see your smiling face again. Yes. It's nice to see you, too. I mean, Tony, you're, you're, you're a new face for me, but I'm already digging the vibe. We're, we're good. It's all right, racist, but we don't mind racism. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, 
Andy, right, I'm Tony Far. I know what your secret is. It's a good secret. I can admire it. I, I like it. <laughs> David doesn't have a fucking Scooby-Doo, which is English for clue. So uh, I will leave it to you two. I will be the moderator, the judge. Imagine the show American Gladiators and the guy in the middle, the referee. That's basically the position I take at the moment. Okay, so seconds out, round one. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine American gladiators and somewhere in the audience far up in the nosebleeds is an awkward British black person screaming <laughs> and everyone sitting around him thinks he's insane. This is like, this is like that. That's Tony. Cause he's, I don't know. I feel weird, but he said the race thing. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm Jewish. It's a minority. It's fine. <laughs> Andre, welcome back. You know, my weird thing is that I can bite my own toenails. I, I mean, I could probably do that, too, if I really wanted to. But why would I want to? Exactly. Are you hitting on me? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I'll try harder, though. You, trust me, when I'm hitting on you, you'll know it. Excellent. Oh, you'll, you'll know that's his cock out, David. Cock out, eyes in. <laughs> that's the after show. <laughs> right. I, and my weird thing, uh, Andrew, is basically I close my eyes. Andre! <laughs> Whatever, David. No one's listening. Um, when I um, sign checks, I close my eyes or do my signature. I close my eyes. No idea why. I can't stop doing it, uh, but I do it. Who pointed that out to you, though? Like That's the sort of thing where you would, wouldn't notice you're doing it until someone was just like, yo, Tony, um, why do you close your eyes when you sign a check? Like, Who pointed that out to you? It's quite obvious, Andy, that when I do it, I see black for a while, don't I? Because I close my eyes. So every time I used to do a signature, I would think I blacked out, but I didn't. I would just close my eyes. Oh, that's too funny. So we're going to guess what is weird about you. I, I don't know if I've, I don't know the rules of 20 questions, what you ask 20 questions. I'm going to do it. So we'll do it in three questions. <laughs> oh, whatever. Right. So if you can, young man, Andy, what I'm going to get you to do is give a very brief overview of kind of what your habit skill specialist knowledge is about so it's knowledge it's knowledge it is knowledge it is knowledge um and and i guess uh, first off i'll start off by saying because like david i know you know me from the wine world i run a wine business i'm wine aficionado wine journalist it has nothing to do with wine or hospitality good however i do do quite a bit of travel and it may have something to do with uh <laughs> do have to do with the the travel that i do and um, uh, do, do. when my wife found out about... You go to Dungeons and Dragons conventions. Wrong. Oh, it's it's far nerdier than that. Damn it. I was close, though. Maybe. You're on the right track. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, it's, it's definitely something, like, super nerdy where on a trip to a wine region, they have a specific museum that has to do with my knowledge. And when I took my wife through the museum, I had memorized all the plaques before she got up to the, the things. And was like, I nearly blew it there. Sorry, guys. Uh, walk up to the things, and she's just like, "When did you learn all this stuff?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I just <laughs> read." So, is it airplane museums? Uh, no, you fucked that up, David, completely. Because you got it in one. So that's a bullshit game. What a bullshit game. Right, let's talk about wine. Okay, fucking hell, wait, 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 completely wait. fucked this up. For all your wine, for all your Toronto wine needs, go to torontolife.com, where uh, Andy <laughs> will be talking on a podcast about 
wine. So, do you know what? <laughs> Fucking, don't bother listening to our show because obviously, whatever this game show was, that would actually take 10, 15 minutes. David's guessed it in a wonder. Andre's come in and basically said, is it a museum? I mean, <laughs> this is, was... Oh, Tony, this was, this was on me, though. This was on me. There's gotta be something actually strange about you. Like, you pick your nose and you eat it, or you have some disgusting habit, or... He's got a wife, David. He's got a wife. That's an... <laughs> That's no stranger than closing your eyes when you sign your signature. Like I can walk onto the like near the tarmac of any airport and tell you what every plane is up at the gate. Whether I know the difference between a seven thirty seven, seven fifty seven, seven eighty seven. Yeah, three, five, and eight. <laughs> three, five, and eight. The clues in the title. Yeah, one's ten better. <laughs> the clues in the title. So okay, so let's talk about your uh, your not so strange habit. How did you get into it? So did you know that I did a degree in aeronautics and I used to work for Rolls Royce. I did not know that, um, but I know that your engines, um, if I'm not mistaken, were part of the development of the Boeing Dreamliner, which makes them quite fuel efficient thanks to the carbon fiber uh, carbon fiber built into the uh, skin of the airplane, making it 10%-ish more fuel efficient than any other long-range jetliner in the world. No idea when I learned that, how I learned that, just like read Wikipedia while I was tired one day and, you know, and for some reason, like... I can't memorize my passwords for my emails, but I could tell you who manufactured and what year most planes went into service. It's probably Aircraft Nerd Virgin 1234, probably. But um, let's just go through. What was the name of the engine on the RAF Harrier jump jet? Can you guess that? Oh, no, I'm not. I can't do that. I can't do that. Uh, okay, because neither can I. But anyway, carry on. David? I was just hoping, like, oh, I'm attracted to amputees, or oh, one of my testicles is blue. I, or, like, my friend's got a fake ball. Cool. He had testicular cancer, and he's got a ball. I was just hoping for something like that. It's weird, because it glows in the dark. I'm pretty boring, though, like... Fucking hell, Danny. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're, like, the most... I mean... On a scale of one to normal, where me and David are <laughs> generically abnormal, you're like you're like a social service citizen. You're absolutely fine, and you're meant to come on and be some sort of absolute lunatic. I'm sorry. Yeah, Danny has just completely oversold you, and uh, yeah. I just here's what happened. Tony came to New York from London over Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. Gotcha. We. Had a nice dinner. Like a pilgrim. Like a pilgrim, okay? Like a very strange pilgrim. Then Tony and I sat down and thought, let's do some writing for this show. You know, we may seem like we're full of shit, but we approach this craft like professionals. <laughs> so what we- In a deli. What we cut in a deli, in a Jewish deli, we emerge with this idea for a segment, What's Weird About You? We have Danny on, our producer, to really talk about it. Then like three weeks goes by, we can't book anyone. The deal was we would have Danny on the show and yell at her if she couldn't book anyone. You're our first guest, and it's you know a lot about airplanes. No, but it's like not like even a normal casual amount though, right? Like, okay, fine, I don't remember the engine on the on the Harrier jump jet. Of course, you're still fixated <laughs> on that, but that just shows you're a nerd. <laughs> that does show you're a nerd. The fact that you remembered that it's the Merlin, by the way. Okay. In an attempt to salvage this, what is the weirdest piece of trivia you know about aviation, airplanes, flying, whatever? Well, it's, I mean, it's the reason why we went to the museum that uh, that we were in. It's in Oregon, McMinnville, Oregon. They don't pay me to say that, but it's the how, the resting place of the Spruce Goose. 
It's an, one of the world's largest aircraft ever built, literally destroyed the career of one of America's wealthiest entrepreneurs. And like... Donald Trump? <laughs> Close. No, Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. Oh, that's Donald Trump's father, probably. Went completely nuts, like Kleenex boxes on his feet, like the whole... Uh, I've got them. <laughs> the whole episode of Simpsons, though, where like they make fun of uh, Mr. Burns in his casino is making fun of Howard Hughes. And like... We went out of our way when I planned this trip. It was a journal. It was a journalism trip. I was there to learn about Oregon wine, and I was just like, "Wife, we're going to the airplane museum." So it's a gigantic spruce airplane that a billionaire, or I guess then millionaire, but by today's standards, billionaire, blew all his money developing. Yeah. So it was wartime, and uh, they weren't allowed to use metal. And the thing is. Because of the the amount of like uh, materials and, and and grandeur that went to the belly, it was a giant flying boat that was supposed to help you know the Americans rah rah win the war, and he still ended up in front of Congress like lambasted for like come on Howard what the fuck you doing, and like it just it literally destroyed like Hughes Aviation. Did it ever fly that thing? It flew like one time, ten feet above the water, and for not very far. <laughs> I thought you was gonna say it flew for one meter, <laughs> and it didn't go very far. A little bit farther than that, but it's just like they literally have this museum in the middle of nowhere in Oregon, built around this like monument to failure. But I mean, that's something Americans love to do: is to build monuments around failure. That's what we should call this show: the Monument of Failure. <laughs> Okay, Andrew, you have not been completely useless. Oh, you got my name right. Because, uh, yeah, of course. How would I forget it, Andrew? So what I'm going to get to is basically we're going to call this now segment The Monument of Failure. (laughs) I think that's a much better title for this segment than What's Weird About You. So you have actually not been completely useless, to be fair. Oh, be nice. I'm okay with that. I mean... A lot of people call me useless a lot of the time, so this is a step up from where the, the, bear, the bar is, but also I'm happy for future guests to have the bar set low. This means there's only one place for you guys to go, and that's, that's up. To be fair, it's always the way, but in, uh, by, by, by not completely useless, what I mean is that you're normal. So uh, that, take that as an absolute compliment. You have done very well in life, the fact that you uh, are married. I mean, that's better than me and David, number one. Uh, the fact that you know anything, uh, again, <laughs> better than me and David, number two. And uh, did I mention the fact that you're married? Because that's fantastic. Well, well, Tony, you know how to adjust the gain on a microphone. And let's face it, most of the people listening to this podcast don't know what the hell they're talking about. That's pretty accomplished. Well, uh, do you know what I feel like that time it is, David? It's it's wine o'clock. Where would I go and listen to uh, to such a wine pod? If I needed to know about wine, and I'm teetotal, by the way, so I don't drink. But if I did, if I was in Canada, maybe Toronto, and I fancied some wine, Andre, where would I go? All right. So, Tony, first off, you should tune into my, my podcasts in January. I do two of them because I am um, a, I've been a religious doer of uh, Dry January which has been frustrating because alcohol-free wine is trash right now. I had a good one the other day. I'm an alcoholic, so I don't drink, but I had a good one the other day. It had like two dots over it, like two dots over the O. Oh, um, yeah, was it like Groove? Yeah, Groove or Prus or, yeah, yeah, there's two, there's an omelet, um, umlaut over the O. Umlaut. Anyways, my, my, my problem with like, as someone who is like a wine aficionado, I make wine that I sell to high-end restaurants. It was glorified grape juice, let's be honest. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't wine. 
but that's it though is, is the alcohol free wine doesn't taste like wine i'm on a mission to find it when it gets i think it's like vegan cooking 20 years ago sorry to completely hijack the segment now but you can listen to my podcast tasting together where me and my friend um Roki, we actually talk about food and wine we're discovering culture through through food and and wine she was recently in hong kong sat down with chef alvin lung left me behind so i had to eat craft dinner macaroni and cheese at home while she was eating in michelin star restaurants and then two guys talking wine we sit down we've been sitting down with a lot of really great winemakers all over the world and uh just unpacking what's going on but um there will be for you gentlemen who don't drink uh there will be some content coming your way for january because my brother is also uh, an alcoholic and we talk openly about responsible drinking because i work in an industry where there's a lot of red flags and it's a big minefield so i think finding great non-alcoholic options that don't make my friends tony and david feel like they're ordering off the kids menu is something that's really important when you set foot in a restaurant so so are you a sommelier as well no you need to be smarter than that uh, you need to know about wines and not airplanes they uh there's actually a course you have to take and uh i'm not but um they're for the unmarried guys right they're the ones that <laughs> can't get married at all right <laughs> um i mean there's a lot of psalms who will tell you they're married to their job mm. It's annoying is what that is. Yeah, yeah, everybody. And so what's the name of your, your podcast called? Uh, the, the one about food is called Tasting Together. And, uh, and, and we've got two, two guys talking wine where me and my, uh, my, my uh, co-host, Michael Pincus, we are Canada's second longest. <laughs> Pincus. It's <laughs> a good name. We're about to record our final episode of the season. I'll make sure I let him know that uh, Tony from New York says hi. England. Uh, but yeah, second longest running Canadian uh, podcast about wine. Do you know what? You really sold that so beautifully. The second longest running podcast in Canada. About why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all I can help but think is what is the longest? <laughs> Pink has carried it all. It's an advertisement for your competitor. I'm like, where's the number one? Why? I might be interested in that one. It's uh, it's Terry David Mulligan. Just don't give an ad for your competitor. What are you nuts? No, nah, his podcast is great. Like he was actually he was actually a guest on our podcast last year, which was like, oh man, okay, we got to have the competitor on who's been the longest. So we're only jealous because we actually don't have any competitors because we're we're not in any competition with anybody. No, there's there's Reverend David Cooper's Fire and Brimstone Christian Living podcast out of I think like I don't know Texas. He runs a mega church, and Pastor David Cooper and me are neck and neck on the podcast app or whatever. You've just got to become a rabbi now and, and, and like go do a religion battle royale. I like it, except I don't believe in God, but maybe that's not important. Religious battle royale. I like that as well. That could be another name for the show. Andre, thank you for coming here and putting up with whatever this is. Our vast listenership, emphasis on the word listener, the singular form, I'm sure we'll check out your podcast. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate whatever this is. This was a lot of fun. Andre, you've been an absolutely fantastic host for the uh, Monument of Misery, or what did we call it, David? Oh, I forget. <laughs> uh, Monument to Failure. Monument to Failure. So Monument to Failure, we're going to MTF, uh, as I like my acronyms. Uh, Andre, you've been fantastic, a great sport. We will indeed listen to your podcast. If anybody is out there and wants to listen to his podcast, it's www.andrewdrinkswine.com forward slash Canada. <laughs> uh, it's Andre Wine Review, but close enough. I mean, it's close. <laughs> it's close, yeah. All right, that's what's weird about you. You like fucking airplanes. We'll do better next time. <laughs> Monument to failure, baby. Monument to failure. <laughs>